What's going on, Blue Jays fans? Welcome to another episode of Locked On Blue Jays. It's part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your co-host, Lucas Weiss. Glad to be alongside for you on this episode today. Obviously, pretty disappointing loss. Toronto Blue Jays losing the first of their three-game series to the New York Yankees. There are five games remaining. We're going to break down that game. We're going to talk a lot about that, but first... You can catch my stuff on Wii Sports uh, on Twitter. You can also find me at Sportsnet, ESPN's The Undefeated, Complex, as well as play-by-play broadcasting on Saga 960 AM radio. Really glad that you choose Locked On Blue Jays as one of your first listens of the day on the Locked On Podcast Network. Remember, you can like, rate, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Stitcher. So please don't forget to like, rate, and subscribe. We have a busy show today for you. We're obviously going to talk about the Blue Jays losing to the New York Yankees. The lack of hitting. Hunjin Ryu's performance first game back from the IL. Then we're going to get into just Giancarlo Stanton. And, and, and just the incredible run that he is having. As well as the guys on the Blue Jays just not making smart decisions on the base running path, particularly Bo Bichette in a critical moment in this game. We're going to talk about that. And then, of course, we're going to tee up the second game of the series, of course, featuring Garrett Cole, Jose Barreos going toe-to-toe. It should be a fun one, but, of course, it is a very important game for the Toronto Blue Jays, who are currently trying to get back into a wild card spot. So we're going to talk about all that. But of course, thank you so much for all the listeners who, who who make this show your first listen of the day. Remember, this podcast is free. It's available on all platforms. So make sure to like, rate, and subscribe, particularly to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Stitcher. All right, let us get right into it. Toronto Blue Jays drop the opening game of their critical, and I mean critical, Series with the New York Yankees, 7-2. The Yankees scored seven runs and 11 hits. The Blue Jays only scored two runs on three hits. And then, and that's where I really want to start with this team because, again, I have been beating this point to death on this podcast. This is a Blue Jays team that when they get going on offense... They're so fun to watch, right? I mean, it really is. Like, George Springer leading off. Marcus Semyon at the two spot. Marcus Semyon could break a record for most home runs by a second baseman. He's that special. Vladimir Guerrero Jr., of course. I mean, it was just a week or two ago that we were talking about him in the heat of a triple crown race, the MVP race. Then you got Bulbashit on the fourth spot. Teoscar Hernandez, he's been one of the hottest hitters in baseball in September at the five spot. Luis Gurriel, he came back on Tuesday night. He's had an incredible September tying a franchise record with Kelly Gruber for most RBIs in the month of September with 30. I mean, this lineup is stacked. And when it's going... It's incredible to watch because they hit a lot of home runs. They pile runs on the board. This is a front-running baseball team. But then what happened tonight? 
what's happened tonight has been a microcosm of what's happened the last month or so. We get the consistent Blue Jays that can hit, and then we have Blue Jays like tonight where they just lay an egg offensively. And I understand. I understand that you are facing against stellar pitching. This isn't the pitching of the Baltimore Orioles or Minnesota Twins. This is good pitching. But it's concerning to me that when you have a guy like Vladimir Guerrero Jr. who is a dynamic player in this league, in the last few games he's 9 for 32. 9 for 32. Just not good enough. He has no home runs in this critical stretch. And this is where you start to reveal yourself as a ball player. Now, look, I understand that Vladimir Guerrero Jr., Bobachette, these guys have not experienced this yet. This is the first time that they're experiencing this type of pressure. But you need to find a way to hit. You need to find a way to get on base, cash in with runners in scoring position, and put runs on the board. And once again... It just didn't happen tonight. I mean, the Blue Jays tied, you know, the Blue Jays got that early lead one to nothing. They then regained the lead with that Corey Dickerson line drive. But then they just went flat. I mean, the last 10 batters were retired by the Yankees. And this isn't like Mariano Rivera out there. It's not Dennis Eckersley out there that's just completely dominant. No. This Blue Jays offense is much better than this. And they're stinking the joint in the most important time of the season. I mean, look, the Blue Jays are still alive in this wildcard chase, this playoff push. Thank goodness for the Baltimore Orioles. And it goes back to my point that I made on the podcast. I mean, the Orioles, they're an over 100 loss team and they can still win ball games. What a revelation. Because that's baseball. That's pennant races. Boston Red Sox, they're reeling right now. They just got swept by the Yankees and now they just lost the game to the Baltimore Orioles. I wonder what's going on in Fenway Park right now. I wonder what people are talking about in Boston. I think they're a lot more upset than I am right now on this podcast. But you can't put your faith and your luck into other teams' hands. And that's where the Blue Jays missed an opportunity tonight. This game was a huge game for the Jays. Especially what's coming up. You have Garrett Cole coming up on Wednesday. And we'll talk about that in just a bit. But... This was a blown opportunity for the Jays. And they had leads. They had two leads tonight, but they just couldn't get more run support. And we've seen that this season where a one-run lead with this ball club is just not good enough. A two-run ball, a two-run lead isn't good enough. This is a team that needs to pile on the runs, four, five, six runs, in order to make sure that it's solid, that it's secure that they're going to get the win. 
Hunjin Ryu, he made his return tonight from the injured list. And I actually didn't mind Ryu's performance. I mean, look, he gave up two runs. Obviously, he wasn't going to go have a lawn outing. I mean, I think that's pretty clear. I don't think the Blue Jays wanted to stretch Hanjin Ryu out that lawn, especially for him coming back with, from the neck issues that he's been having. But I liked Ryu's performance. I mean, he found the velocity. We saw that velocity get up to... 93 miles per hour on his fastball. I thought his command was pretty good. I just think Ryu got unlucky. I mean, to me, the one bad pitch by Ryu came on the Aaron Judge home run. I mean, he's saying no to his catcher three times. And then just throws a fastball in the middle of the plate which Aaron Judge has said, thank you. Thank you for that gift of a pitch. And he fired it out, out of Rogers Center. I mean, that was that play. And then, then the Rizzo play. I mean, my goodness. I mean, that was as good a pitch as you'll see. And, and, and Rizzo just found a way to get a really good hit on that ball and it was a shallow blue pit I mean if if Gurriel's in left field he makes that play at the at the plate to get out Ursula I mean and and that's no that's no disrespect to Corey Dickerson but he makes that play so look Ryu I think did Enough. I mean, it wasn't a disaster. It wasn't like what happened in his last few starts where he was literally knocked out of the game the first couple innings. He made it to the fifth inning. But at the end of the day, this is all about wins. We're past the point now. We're past the point of the season where, oh, it's better than the last game. Oh. He's making improvements. Nope. This is about wins and losses. This is about the wins to get yourself into a wild card game to get you in to the American League Division Series. And pitchers just have to be perfect. And I don't think Hanjin Ryu was bad. He was pretty good. But... Man, you got to just wish that he, he didn't give up those runs. I mean, if he got out of that fifth inning, man, that could have been big. But he just he threw a good pitch, but man, are these Yankees hitters on something right now. And speaking of Yankees hitters, Giancarlo Stanton, my goodness. What? is in his water that he's drinking every day because he is on a heater right now. We're going to be talking about John Carlos Stanton coming up in just a bit. But first, of course, I want to thank our sponsor for the show, Spotify Green Room. This episode is brought to you by Spotify Green Room. Download the Spotify Green Room app and find one of our locked on rooms on it. But I want to talk to you a little bit more about Spotify Green Room. 
Green Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans, and the app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with fans, athletes, insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. Green Room is the perfect place to start or join conversations about the league. You'll find fans just like you on Green Room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and of course, reacting to big news or rumors. You can even find locked-on hosts across the Major League Baseball or other sports like the NBA or NHL. Go to download the free Green Room app right now, currently available on all iOS devices. Now be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the Major League Baseball group for the latest league updates. I know you will find a ton of incredible rooms and around your favorite teams and leagues. I can't wait to join you all on the app. I'll be sure to let you know once the Locked On Jays room is live. So download Green Room app today. That's Green Room, changing the way we talk about sports. I also want to talk to you about BetOnline.ag. We're back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back on to start another football season. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, BetOnline.ag continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use the promo code LOCKEDON. BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. All right, we're back. Thank you again to all the listeners. I just want to say a huge shout out to all the listeners who make Locked On Blue Jays your first listen of the day. We appreciate you. I appreciate you. Make sure to like, rate, and subscribe. All your favorite podcast platforms, you can find Locked On Blue Jays. And look, I know it's disappointing. And we're going to talk a little more disappointment here. Giancarlo Stanton, man. My word. Is he on a hot streak right now? And he is such a conundrum of a hitter right now. Because this is a dude who, when he's hot, like he's on right now, he's unstoppable. But when he's cold, it's ugly. I mean, it it is an ugly sight to watch Giancarlo Stanton. I want to point to something, though, because, of course, Trevor Richards was the one who threw that pitch to Giancarlo Stanton, which led to the three-run homer. And again, that was Giancarlo Stanton's fourth consecutive game with a homer. I mean, of course, we saw any baseball fan would have seen him with the Reds, uh, what he did to the Red Sox. I mean, again, it's just incredible. And I think this is someone right now that when he's hot, he can't be stopped. And as Sarah Lanes of MLB.com pointed out, I mean, he's homered in four straight games for the second time this season. And he has only two longer streaks, including the playoffs. In 2017, six games. 2020, he had five games in the playoffs. So clearly, Giancarlo Stan is someone that can do this. He's doing this at the right time for the Yankees, not necessarily the right time for the Blue Jays. But I want to go to Trevor Richards because, I mean, 
We'll talk in a minute about whether or not to pitch to Stanton because I think that's a real legitimate question right now going forward. But Trevor Richards, I mean, he lay an inside changeup low. And Giancarlo Stanton golfed it like Team USA at the Ryder Cup this past weekend. I mean, it was a golf shot home run that shows the strength of Stanton in that situation. It was a great pitch. Like, it was a solid pitch in that situation. It wasn't middle of the plate. It wasn't a hanging breaking ball or hanging slider or hanging fastball. I mean, it was a solid pitch. And and Chris Black, who is the Blue Jays senior producer on Sportsnet, great stats guy, really. If you can, follow him on Twitter, at down to black. He, he, he compared using baseball savant just how unlikely this was. Trevor Richards had thrown 917 change-ups down and out of the zone in his MLB career before tonight. 917 change-ups. And none, none had ever been hit for a home run until Tuesday night, John Carlos Stanton. Like, that's just tip of the hat stuff, man. I mean, I know Blue Jays fans, that was the moment where it felt like it just wasn't their night and it was going to be the Yankees to win this game. But objectively, you just have to tip of the hat, tip your hat to Giancarlo Stanton there. He made a great swing on that ball. He showed the strength and he just did an incredible job and... It's just an unlikely play that just unfortunately came at the worst possible time for the Blue Jays. Which brings me to my next point, and that is, should the Blue Jays pitch to Stanton going forward? And my gut tells me no. I mean, I'm not a blue. I'm not a baseball manager. I'm not Charlie Montoyo in that situation. And obviously the managers and the personnel probably have advanced analytics dictating what to do in that spot. But look, Giancarlo Stanton right now is the hottest hitter in baseball. He's on a complete heater. You cannot have Giancarlo Stanton and Aaron Judge beat you in this series. I said it on the last podcast with Amy Sarkani of Jay's Journal. Like, none of their other hitters on the Yankees are that dominant. If those other hitters beat you, like the Joey Gallows of the world and the Gary Sanchez's of the world, then you tip your hat, you shake their hands, and you say, you know what? Well, those guys just went off one day, and there you have it. You can't let two guys like Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton beat you in this situation with six games left, now five games left, and you're pushing for a playoff spot. And I tweeted out, because I like some historical context, 
I tweeted out about 1985. And 1985 was an exciting season for the Toronto Blue Jays. Yes, ALCS appearance. This team had a lot of horses. But there was an even bigger thoroughbred horse on the Kansas City Royals who went on to win the World Series, and that was George Brett. And I've spoken with former players on that Blue Jays team like like Jesse Barfield and Lloyd Mosby. And when you ask those Blue Jays legends about George Brett, they still cringe to this day. And the reason why they cringe is because they did not walk George Brett. And George Brett killed them in that series. He was dominant. He was the dominant hitter that he was. And... Cost them the series. They were up 3-1 and the Royals came back to beat them in, in seven games. So, we now go many, many years later to now 2021 and history is repeating itself. You have a, you know, th- th- these are playoff games right now. This is like a best of three series. You just dropped the game one. And <laughs> you gotta find a way to Take those guys out of the game. And if that's just putting them on base, that's putting them on base. But then don't let the other guys beat you then. But at least with that strategy, you're not letting those two guys beat you. Because they are they are they are the two best Yankee hitters by far. The Blue Jays know that. People watching the game know that. And the stats dictate that, just given what they've been able to do. And look, tonight, you have a homer by Judge and you have a three-run dinner by Stanton. That's the ball game. It's just unfortunate. And we'll see what happens. I know Trevor Richards made a good pitch on that play. But man, you really got to rethink your, your, your strategy against Judge and Stanton. We're going to look ahead to Wednesday's, well, I'm going to say it, a must-win game for the Toronto Blue Jays. But first, I want to talk to you a little bit about Built Bar. Look, I talked to you a lot about Built Bar on this podcast. We're going to do it again. I mean, Built Bar is just so many delicious flavors. There is truly something for everyone. If you don't know about the Built Bar flavors, well, Let me give you a few of them right now. Strawberry, raspberry, double chocolate, cookies and cream, German chocolate just to wetten your appetite. Not only are Bilt Bar flavors the best tasting, and look, if you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box, but they're extremely healthy too. 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180 only 4 to 5 grams of sugar. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Now go to Built.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get 15% off of your order. Use promo code LOCKEDON for 15% off at Built.com. Alright, like I said, again, I just want to say a huge shout out to all the listeners who make this podcast, Locked on Blue Jays, their first listen of the day. Again, you can subscribe, like, rate, subscribe to anywhere you get your podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher. 
Look, the Blue Jays, it's simple. Five games remaining. Luckily, again, I, I really want to say a huge thank you to the Baltimore Orioles. They got that W against the Red Sox tonight. Big, big win. Blue Jays are only one out of a wild card spot. But the issue is, is now they're probably going to have to rely on another team again. But first, though, they need to take care of business against the Yankees. I really believe they got to go 5-0 and now. I mean, they got to win five in a row to get in. I really said, like, like I said off the top, I think Tuesday's loss felt really important. You wanted to get that opening win, especially with Kara Cole on the mound on Wednesday. It just doesn't feel great right now. And look, with, with the way the Blue Jays are hitting... The confidence is sort of shaken, but this is the Blue Jays. I mean, this is a Blue Jays team that's been down and out all season long, and they found ways to claw back and to win in big games. Now, I'm really fascinated by this matchup because Jose Barrios, he's going to be pitching, and, and, and he's been terrific these last seven games. I mean, four and three, 3.35 ERA and 43 innings pitched. He's he's the real deal, and I and what I like about Barrios is he's gonna battle. He's gonna grind out there. If you can get six innings out of Barrios tomorrow, that is massive. I mean, absolutely huge for this team. Especially then you can go to high leverage guys. We'll see some of the high leverage guys tonight. I mean, I was really impressed with Nate Pearson tonight. I mean, he brought the velocity. In that first game, he was getting up there towards 100 miles per hour. It's just great to see him with that confidence in that spot in a must-win game, doing his job. Julian Merriweather did pretty well, which was a little bit surprising. Obviously, you want to get to the point where Boreos is going to guys like Meza, and then, of course, Jordan Romano. We'll see if Trevor Richards is available tomorrow. I don't think so, especially with what he did. Throwing a lot of pitches, really, the Yankees hitters making life difficult. And then, of course, it ended with the with the John Carlos Stanton home run, which sort of put a, a dampening, if you will. But listen, uh, look, uh, this is a team right now, the Yankees, that are just in a in a in a really good spot right now. They're playing really well. But you got to believe that this Blue Jays offense is going to wake up. I mean, it's about damn time. But it just hasn't happened yet. And it is concerning. I, I, I've said this a lot on the podcast. Very, very concerning in my opinion that these guys like, like Vlad, like Bo have really started to struggle. And you just can't have that in this type of situation. But look, maybe these hitters will wake up. I mean, there's always another day. I think this Blue Jays team at this moment, I don't know if they can, they, they have the capacity to come back. I mean, we've seen them come back before, but I don't know. I think when they get down, they're just, they're not getting on base. 
This Yankees bullpen did, did its job tonight. I mean, again, retired their last 10 batters. I think that's a real issue for the Jays, especially when they're down. So the Jays need to get a lead tomorrow. I mean, I think those first few innings are very critical for them. To try to attack, I mean, again, really difficult task going up against Garrett Cole, who, who's going to play with a lot of motivation tomorrow. I mean, this is a guy that's going to be playing for arguably the Cy Young. I mean, look what Garrett Cole's done this year. 16-8, 3.08 ERA, 175.1 innings pitched, 1.04 whip, 237 strikeouts. I mean, like, it's going to feel like every time a Blue Jays hitter is in runner is in scoring position, they're going to need to score. If they don't score, it's going to feel catastrophic but that's where we are right now and I know I've been portrayed as Mr. Optimist on this podcast but I gotta call a spade a spade I mean this game on Tuesday was um, felt really important and, and look if the Jays don't make the playoffs we're gonna go look back at this game because I do really believe that they could have found a way. I mean, they had a couple leads. It just didn't work out for them. But, again, there's the old saying in baseball, there's always tomorrow, there's always the next game. But now there's five games. And and now, like, are you going to get that, you know, rabbit in a hat with rabbit out of the hat with Baltimore being Boston? I don't think so. I mean, Boston right now... They're a good team, but I don't think you know you can't rely on that. So you gotta go out there, you gotta go find a way to win these games. And man, it, it, it's it's looking tough, but we'll see. I mean, Boreos is a horse on the mound, but I think it's all the roads are leading back to the hitters. Three hits. Not enough. Just not enough when you're looking to win and get into the playoffs. Anyway, that does it for me. Thank you so much again for tuning into this podcast. Of course, the Blue Jays and the Yankees, they're back in action Wednesday night. I'm going to be doing a recap show, of course, as per usual. It'll be released on Thursday. So keep your eyes open for that. Again, and I'm so grateful for everyone that is listening to the show and, and, and to those that make Locked on Blue Jays their first listen of the day. But one show I didn't want to point out to you, though, before I let you guys go is Locked on Bets. Betting on the Major League Baseball doesn't have to be a guessing game. You listen to the new Locked on Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, raw and team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's Lock of the Day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. Make sure to tune in to that Blue Jays-Yankees game. Five games to go. Still going to be very exciting to see how it all shakes down. My name is Lucas Weiss, your co-host of Locked On Jays. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you again next time.